When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's up, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, and Greg Braggs Jr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my arm. You stupid computer. All right. Oh, that, that was the. Can we. Can, is there a video replay yeah, of that? Honestly, no, because he played the brick break thing. He, he played I, the animation. Put my, I put my arm. I said, let's go. And then put my arm down. Do it again. And no. <laughs> it hurt so much. Oh, that would have been a great Coming in hot. Just Sorry. like the video. Sorry. I mean, everything about this is uncomfortable. You just broke my computer. It'll be and, fine. and we're looking at your legs. What's wrong with my legs? Got I mean, getting it, some sun on them. It's summertime, baby. If my uh, way too aggressive. If the bottom of my shoes were insulting to whatever <laughs> Asian country we were talking about yesterday, yeah. on the bottom of my shoes, Greg's legs right now. We, oh my gosh! Insulting the whole continent. I mean, I've never seen anything that white in my life. Well, they'll get. I'm gonna get plenty of sun on. I'll start wearing shorts at work. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Did you? Do we need a color? Uh, augmentation, Lawrence. I'm sick uh, of wearing jeans. I don't know. Do you understand? Summertime. It's a professional operation. The only man that gets to wear shorts around here is Hogue. <laughs> Matt Peck wears Hollywood. shorts. Hollywood Hogue. Big Dave wears shorts and well, jeans. I'm not, wear, I'm wears not getting shorts. in any other show's business. They do great shows. I'm just talking about this particular show. So I got to wear jeans? Yes. Or <sighs> you're a tan individual. Your arms and face are have color. Why are your legs so white? Well, because I wear jeans at work. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like, you know, get brick, you know, brick fall and stuff. Brick juice. But I do you start to, to wear shorts on once legs? it gets too hot. I mean, I like yesterday, I wish I would have wore shorts. It was so hot out. But yeah, I'm tan because I work outside. I'm over the reasoning. Just I mean, as Dylan that, says, it's, it's early in the tan season. Yeah, this, this is just unacceptable, and we have a we have an image. I'll be way this more tan se- than both of you is, by the end of the year. I mean, we have so. an image to uphold Doubt here. It. Uh, I promise you. By the way, this show, for anybody complaining about the headline of the topic, direct all your complaints right to Greg Braggs, which, yes. by the way, Hogan and I are very excited to talk about. But Again. It, it was Braggs' idea. Oh, this was all Braggs. It's Braggs' show. Yep, my show. I'm the captain now. <laughs> we're gonna get HBO we're gonna get this on track. I want hard knocks. I want it now, and I will not stop. I'm not gonna talk about Carm's tennis 
failures to 80-year-old men. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Chicago Bears, baby. Let's go. Let's go. We don't All need right. to mention that I lost a Mayank last night, 6363, and oh, I'm geez. now 1-8 on the season. Yikes. But the regular season is over, and I'm the uh, nine seed out of 10 one in the playoffs. 1-8 in the senior circuit. So... <laughs> Hard knocks. It's not the senior circuit. I'll <laughs> let you know when I'm on the senior circuit. It's not far away, but this is not the senior circuit. Anyway, Hogue. Rob oh. Schwartz, you're slacking this week, buddy. Says, finally listening live. Honestly, I'm behind on past episodes, too. Come on, that's unacceptable. Yeah, he's a dying. I highly recommend all the episodes, but yesterday was very fun. Yesterday was a good episode. We had a good time. Actually, you know, we've been on a good run. That's true. It's, it's been nice. It's been yeah. a good week, and now Bragg's this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this all actually started with a new episode of 1920 Football Drive. Bears. Yep. The Bears in-house hard knocks-ish show. Um, it was an interesting episode, though. So before we get into, like, the hard knock stuff, I want to, like, let's talk about some of the stuff that were that was in this episode yesterday. It's probably one of their, if not their best one yet. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what you guys found interesting in this episode. I, I enjoyed watching it. I was entertained. I would love the Bears to be on Hard Knocks, not to get ahead of ourselves on the show. I didn't have any huge takeaways from the thing. So like, I thought it was by far like the most revealing and inside they've ever gone with it, anything. So, okay. There was the one early in the uh, offseason, like right when the offseason started, where they showed like what they sp- specifically want to see in players' mm-hmm. attributes, and that was like a revealing thing as far as their evaluation process but this was something that stretched across four months so it was just very you know detailed and kind of chronological of how they do this so it was really good so i mean i think it starts right away being interesting they they go back to a december meeting that i remember i remember someone mentioned it probably polls but so he brought the scouts in because I'm not sure everyone knows this, but like your scouts live all over the country. They don't live here in Chicago. Your area scout. I mean, the the highest ranking members that are more in the front office. Yes, they work out of Alice Hall, but like your Southwest area scout lives in the Southwest. That's why you go. And so when they they call all the scouts back into the building for these bigger meetings and polls has his meeting in December. Was it like December 12th or something like that? And were there dates on there when it, Yeah. Okay. I'm I attention to detail. I missed that. Keep going. Yeah, so this is they, this is actual footage they show from this meeting in December um with all the scouts back and they're talking about, you know, Looking at he's and polls even says it's the earliest I've ever done this, and they know. Uh, I don't know if at that point they knew. It sounded like they knew that they were coaching the Senior Bowl at that point, um, and they said like, or at least the All Star games. Let's look at the guys that are going to be in these All Star games, so we know we have the right questions to ask them when we get there. Anyway, long way of saying they get to Dar- they to get to Darnell right. It's obviously not the only player they talked about. They're just showing this footage now because they ended up drafting Darnell Wright. But it's, to me, very interesting. You could tell right away that they like this guy. You know, they're showing footage, film from his junior year. Excuse me. um, Yeah, his junior year when he was actually playing left tackle and talking about how he had a really good game against Trevon Walker and Nolan Smith. And in this 
footage that they show, I mean, Ian Cunningham, again, this is December, calls him a day one starting right tackle. Yep. Then they got him. And then then they end up getting them. Right. As the third offensive lineman off the board. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty good work. So, second line offensive lineman off second, the board. Second Paris. Paris is first. And okay, I'm sorry. Skaronsky, they passed on Skaronsky. Skaronsky went after I apologize. Yeah. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, so I I just think it's really interesting. Like, we're talking about December. Most of us didn't even know Darnell Wright was till the Senior Bowl. And then you think about last year, December of, of the year before, he wasn't even the GM of the team. So it just goes to show you how important yes. this next year was where that that that's how much ahead of the game they were in comparison to last year the year before's draft you know that's a great point and that matters you know and, and not only that but to have the actual staff scouting staff he wants right because remember you come in you're working with ryan pace's crew before last year's draft other than they hired ian cunningham they brought in trey Cozio, they brought in some guys um, but then it wasn't until last year's until after last year's draft that those contracts expire. You make the changes that you do. They let some scouts go. They brought some new ones in, and so the last year's college season was really the first that they had. You know, that cohesive group that Ryan Poles really wanted. And here they are in December, talking about it. And Darnell Wright. Now, again, I want to emphasize it's not the only name they talked about. It's just, but it's interesting that they're talking about Darnell Wright in the way that they did. Now, if a, a cynic or devil's advocate wants to say, like, well, is it just all confirmi- confirmation bias from that point on? You like this guy and every step along the way? I mean, that's, that's a cynical way to look at it. But I, I think that if they saw something they didn't like from that point on, then they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't have drafted him. You want my Adam Hogue very grounded take on it? Uh, it's kind of scary to think about, but yeah, I guess. I mean, this is not a surprise. The Bears liked Darnell Wright. They liked him early. They liked him late, and that's why they drafted him. Yeah. So learning, getting video of in December that they liked Darnell Wright is not surprising mm-hmm. because they ended up drafting him. Is that a good Hogue take? What do you think? I think that's the worst Adam Hogue take I've ever heard. <laughs> you have to ask. You, you simplify was- things down when I go a little further. And like, to, to, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm asking you what you guys learned. Like, oh, they like Darnell Wright. Uh, yeah, okay, we knew that. They drafted his ass. I mean, they had to like him. But it, it, I guess it was minor. You don't league. think it's interesting that the assistant general manager said that he's a starting right tackle? That part I find interesting. Five months ago? That part I find interesting. The okay. liking part. Like, oh, yeah, damn right they liked him. They freaking went and traded back and were willing to pass on Jalen Carter, and maybe he wasn't ever on their board. But they, they did. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking the, uh, what we learned. But well, yeah, it, I it mean, wasn't a stunner that they learned it, that they liked Darnell Wright. Right. right. Well, some of it may seem obvious because we've talked about it for so long, but it may not be obvious to everyone. The other thing that they talked about early on when they were going into the senior bowls, when they were talking about like what questions to ask, they talked about character. And we know just from talking about this so many times, how important, you know, the character evaluation is for Ryan polls. So that'd be the one thing, like if they're interested in a guy and they really like a guy, once they start to dig deeper into who he is as a person and a teammate, if his character doesn't line up with what they see on tape, 
then that that's what could push them off. So we sort of got to see the first date. That was like the first date back then. They started to fall in love, and then they had more dates, and it got better and better and better. Right, and, the Senior Bowl, having Luke Getze. They know that, like, Luke Getze knows that they're keying in on him, so now he's trying to motivate him. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't playing favorites. He's doing that with everyone, but, you know, making a little note every time he talks to Darnell, watching how he interacts, watching how he competes, you know, that, that kind of stuff. The Senior Bowl, you know, it can't be undersold how important that was to have Luke Getze as a part of that coaching staff. I, another interesting thing is they showed when the Eagles called the Bears. That was interesting. To move up. Absolutely. That, that was, on my was one too. answering the phone. I, I might be reading into this too much. They look surprised. Or they seem surprised. Because he's like, yo, you guys want to trade up? Because a lot of times you work those deals out days in advance. Like hypothetical moves. And... Seemed like nobody else was calling. That's, that, that, that's where I was going to go yep. with it. Because I think a lot of people in that moment, probably us two on the live show, were like, oh, only a fourth-round pick? Next year's fourth-round pick to move back one spot? It doesn't seem like a lot. But as I think I also said live in that moment, it's like, well, it's not like they passed on a better deal. Right? Yeah. Like, and I think the Bears were also worried about moving too far back because they really, really did want Darnell right. And the question would be, like, how many calls did they actually make to try and go back? I'm guessing not that many because they really wanted their guy as evidenced as we're talking about the fact that they liked him all the way back in December. Did they document if there were any other calls? Because that was my question in my notes. It was like the way they showed it on 1920 Football Drive was Ian Cunningham picks up the phone. Hey, what's up? Oh, and then he's like, "Uh, well, what do you want to give up? And I was asking myself, is that how, like, I know he's from the Eagles, so he has a relationship with them, but is that how you say it to them? Or do you say, what are you willing to give up? Cause I'm getting other calls. You know what I mean? To leverage a higher pick. Cause yeah. it almost seemed like, well, they, they were like, tight. Oh, okay, great. You want to give us a fourth round pick? Go for it. But I, could they have gotten more? I don't know. And, and I would, I would caution everybody that that was very tightly edited. Sure. <laughs> There's no way that conversation was that short. Right, right, right. They definitely were cutting. Um, well, I mean, how many minutes do you have, right? So that happened yeah. right when, when um, well, you, you know, do- Carter falls to nine. You get what? Ten minutes or? How Ten many? minutes. Ten minutes. But what, what was interesting to me also in that clip as I'm – now further outlining things that were interesting to me. Poles had no reaction to it. It wasn't like he was pumping his fist celebrating some fourth round pick. It was, he just was basically stone faced. Like I don't I don't think it was anything that they were like, you know. Yeah, but when they got announced that the Eagles were taking Jalen Carter, there was an immediate was fist, a fist bump, bump. Yep. to Cunningham that they got their guy. Right. So right. and I don't think at that point they were gonna trade back again. It seemed like, okay, we got we got whatever was available. To move back one guy in one spot, now we're going to get our guy. And maybe the Eagles did realize that nobody else was calling, or at least that thought crossed their mind. But in their house, they're looking at it like, we Jalen Carter's here. We're not going to leave anything to chance. Let's just give the Bears something. We're not, you know, we'll, that we'll is. We'll give it. a throwaway fourth round pick. However, it also is interesting from a Jalen Carter standpoint. Doesn't seem like a lot of people in the NFL were banging down the door to come up to get him. I mean, judging by what the Bears got and even yeah. even by the way that video was cut, I think we can deduce that fairly reasonably. Uh, the next thing I thought was interesting was when they get to the second round with Jervon Dexter, there was a 
more noticeable celebration when the Seahawks took Zach Charbonnet. Yep. One spot ahead. I mean, when that got announced, they were they were pumped up. They were so it looked like they were very excited. Trying really hard not to move up to get the guy they really wanted and they kind of took a risk there not to not to move up to get Dexter and he ended up being there and and that was clearly who they wanted. I'm ex- getting more excited about Dexter by the day. I enjoyed his personality. I enjoyed our interview with the Florida defensive coordinator, Sean Spencer. Good job, whoever booked that. Um, Nick, who's flying back from Hawaii and will be on the show tomorrow, and we're going to yell at him and, and, and give him a hug. And unless something changed yesterday, did not go see Bears on Kauai. Did not see Bears on Kauai. Fail. I mean, that's messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. They, Bears on Kauai, if you give us a big enough super chat right now that will cover my flight, I'll be there tonight. <laughs> I, will get beer, I will get beers offer. with you. Wow. Incredible offer. Tonight at Kauai Beer Company. Seems like uh, a pretty good. Like, deal. what's worse, like not seeing bears on Kauai, or should he, or not proposing? I'm kidding. Oh Nick. my god! Oh, he went there. <laughs> How do you know that he didn't? Yeah, did he or didn't? Did you talk to him? You don't know what he's doing. I don't know. He might have. I mean, I guess today's the last chance, right? You sound like, uh, but you sound like big the <laughs> mar- big dad. You're not yeah. proposing, are you? Marriage bully. You're fine, Nick. Well, Take yeah, your time. I am. Took me till I. I was almost well, 30. <laughs> what was interesting, I was to, it's kind of interesting to me, and pro football talk kind of went a little bit over the top on this as far as the Bears draft board, the Bears celebrating the Dexter pick, uh, which they also celebrated the Roshan pick. I don't know if people saw, you know, the, yep. po- the post over there, but, uh, you know, they ran all these simulations. They never thought that Roshan was going to be there. They were stunned, um, you know, and they quote polls. I absolutely love this player. And I love the person even more. Talk about contact, balance, all that. He's a special guy who can enhance our culture in the rocker room. And then they write a special guy who was passed on 114 times. Um, so we're keeping receipts, by the way, of people who believe in the Bears and don't believe in the Bears or p- believe in the Bears picks and don't believe in the Bears picks. So I'm, like they've ran all these simulations. So who are you saying doesn't believe in the Bears pick? Pro Football Talk does not believe in Roshan Johnson. I can't, if, if, if we want to identify the article, it was posted by Michael David Smith, but I'm just going to tie everything on Pro Football Talk to Florio because it's Florio's website. So Florio is a, is, is not a big Roshan God, Johnson I hope guy. people don't do that with this show when you say stupid things and they just tie it to me. You're tied to me, buddy. No. You are you are one. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't no. trust me. You're okay. Oh, Judging yeah. by all the comments. See, Hogue knows, Garam knows nothing. Confirmation from Bears on Kauai. No see Nick. He did shoot a message. Yeah, at least he shot a message. That's I could shoot a message from Chicago. I take it back. In Kauai. Nick you, sucks. You Terrible did. job. He just did. And he says Duke Island pays better. So. Hey, what? Also, so, if you send me, a, I'll be at Duke Island tonight, too. Where is Duke Island? Durham, North Carolina. So the other thing that stood out to me... Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> the other thing that's well. Before if we move, if we move on, I just wanted to make Go sure ahead. before we Go did ahead. the other Go thing ahead. that really stood out to me at the end. I mean, a few times after some of the picks they made, Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles hugged, but at the end they had like a really long hug, and it really felt like they have this really strong relationship. These two, 
I don't know. That's important you're, to me. It, you're this is like a cartoon. He did. No, I liked it. Hug. Like even more so than Flus. I mean, I'm sure Flus is fine. I'm just saying, like, but it is definitely May 17th right now. Specifically, did you with really the analyze that? What do you think? How, how long was the hug? Did you time it? It was pretty long. Is that why you went back and rewatched the episode again yeah. when you got here this no, morning? No, I liked it, and I just liked the presence that Kevin Warren has now with the organization. He was sitting right next to them. Like, did Ted Phillips sit right next to Ryan Pace in the draft rooms? I don't. I don't know if he did, and I don't think he did. All I know uh, is, is Kevin Warren. What is he sitting? It's it's Eberflus, it's Cunningham, it's Poles, it's Warren. They're all I don't sitting know, but right if Ted there. Ted Phillips did that, everyone would kill him. But Kevin Warren does it, and everybody loves it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I I just like that dynamic, and I also just like how long was the hug? And I also just like seeing the different in the evaluation room, in the combine room when they met with the players. In the draft room, I just like seeing how much of a presence Poles has. He owns the room. Whatever room he's in, he owns it. And I love that about our, our GM. I love Ryan Poles, so that's no secret here. Okay, can I... Can you can first of all, roast it, whatever. Borderline, cre- borderline creepy at this point. Uh, it, it was, it was, it, this is why you're here, for the record. You're so good. Um, you analyze the hug. You really are are just such a good embodiment of bears fans it's beautiful <laughs> let me nitpick the room that you're talking about the actually the the room where poles gets everybody together and poles is at his desk and he's kind of lording over everybody and everyone's sort of spread out in this big room it's a u it's a u right yes. it's a conference Wha- room. now in moneyball they're all sitting there at this oval table and they're they're more tightly packed in. It's 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 a little more just like close intense. Like the and, one we saw the Cowboys have. Right. Mm-hmm. This is some big you're each guy is basically in their silo and poles is up here. Like to me, I would like a more conference room. We're all in there. We're gritty. We're grimy. We're, we got, we got, you know, we got tobacco. We're, we're chewing. <laughs> we're, we're, you were, we're, we're old school scouting it. We, 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 we haven't seen our families in years. We, we were, you know, we drink too much bourbon, that type of, that type of scout versus this was like professional. Speaking of bourbon, you didn't <laughs> bring it in. We were promised bagels and bourbon today. I, I think we were promised bagels yesterday. We, I'm still we were promised ba- He claims he brought bagels in for my birthday. Which never You're happened. T- this is not about you right now. I'm talking about the Bears having a sweet oval conference table that we need. Bregs, you would like that, wouldn't you, Greg? I'd love it. See? And we could all look at each other. Right. right. Hold on. Hold on. Eye. More wait connection. A no. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> You're talking about scouting in, like, the, like, 85-year-old guy that, like you said, has been on the road and, like, yeah. does all... And how did that work out? Like, aren't we in 2023? Don't we want, like, that people who look... great. No, don't did we want Money people... Moneyball lead to any championships? Well, first of all, don't we want the stats guys and the people looking forward as opposed to, like, oh, yeah, that guy, I could see him. He looks like a football player. Yeah, and Brad Pitt sat there right in the middle of the room, and he did this, you know, with the hand for those in the audio world. And, and, and the whole room changed, and he brought in... Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. What's, what's his name in the movie? Pete uh, Brand. Uh, what's his name? I actually sat next Peter to Peter Brand. Peter Brand. No, I oh, sorry, I no, stopped. Not Peter Brand. You? Yeah. Do you want me to talk? No. Talk when I point. Well, we're at getting you. good hug. Can uh, we do that right now? <laughs> we're getting good hug analysis from the chat, 
And it's true. Like uh, Doug Van Dorn says, Braggs is remembering the Big Bang Theory explanation of bugs. That anything beyond two Mississippi is meaningfully longer than normal hug. And other people are saying, like, Greg's, it's obvious Greg's a good hugger. And that is true. I'm a very touchy-feely guy. A hug is important. I like human embrace. These guys hate touchy-feely. I, Lawrence does too. I said on your what are you talking about? Hold on. No, nah, but you're you're like you're kind of skittish about it. You're somewhat of a germaphobe. Huh. You're not that into it. Hogue definitely not that into it. I haven't given him a headlock yet. Lawrence, same it's because thing. Because you're, you're, you're so you're I, I can analyze on. a good. You're, well, that's uh, all right. Me and Lawrence do hug it out some, sometimes. You're an overly, I'm sorry, Lawrence. You're an that was overly a physical hugger. I am a physical person. It, yes, it, it, it's 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 not <laughs> it's not comfortable hugging you, Kevin. You, you Kevin don't. Kana, <laughs> Greg, can you stop by the HR department on the way? Why out you need a hug? I mean, <laughs> you seriously give a terrible hug. I give great hugs. It's a horrible hug. It's, it's a horrible it's, hug. You, get, you're, you physically, I get a hurt when I when you hug me. That's when you're trying to pick on me, and then I give you one of those no burly. You know, we're gonna be pals. We're gonna be amigos. Hugs. All right. Anyway, so that Bad was my hug. observation. You are can we say done? What you are want. we done analyzing hugs and conversations? I'm just talking rooms, about the we... relationship they have. What are you I talking like about again? Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren. I like the relationship they have. I like their presence. Both of them. You can make fun of it, but Super it's important Bowl. to me. Super Bowl. I did not know that we would go hug breakdown today. I'm very proud of you okay, once can again. We, uh, can we Matt, get to it? Madness with the hug by hug. Right, and then the hug. final thing I had <laughs> was, the final thing I had was, could we get a better putter for when we're going to play mini golf? Yeah, I was a little disappointed what in the putter. What is this? I don't know what that was. That was pins and it aces. It was like a real putt putt putter. Help these people out. Yeah, pins and aces. We can we can get it. I I was disappointed get, in the putter. They, they all golf. Bring a good putter in there. That was a little. That threw me off a little bit. Yeah, I didn't do a whole putter breakdown myself, but I just I was more impressed that polls like like I thought he looked good standing over the ball. looked looked solid, even though I, he did miss the putt, right? No, he made it. It, it just it, hit the other. It ball. Landed on top of the other ball. It, okay. Yeah, it, it 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 was in there. Oh, it settled. Was anyone else impressed with? Darnell Wright's poll of Bronco Nagurski. Wait, what? Unless somebody in the background of that video Said was leaking it, it right. to him. Well, did you see the scene where Flues, and I'm a little confused by it, said Bronco Nagurski played just like you? Right. Yeah, I, I, And then he was like, wasn't he a running back? I, that that poll part, I was like, what is he talking about? From <laughs> and then he goes, Bronco Nagurski. And then Flues gave him credit for knowing that. Yeah. See, and that's what I mean. Like, and I'm not trying to hate on Flues. I'm rooting for the guy. Hope he has a great year. But his presence isn't in that video. Was not as strong as Poles. Like that moment was kind of a little awkward. Then when they were sitting at the table, and he yeah. was like talking to Darnell Wright, and he's like, he's like, you guys were joking about like Chris Farley with the Beatles. It's like the same thing. He was like, yeah, and you have like we wanted you at ten, but you also have great upside, and that's great. And Darnell's like, yeah. It's great. Like it wasn't the same. By, by the I'm way, sorry. It was people weird. watching and listening to this show were not on our meeting this morning and have no idea what you're talking about with the That's true. The reference you made. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you did reference it earlier. Yeah. They don't have to have been in the meeting to know that. 
Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying his presence wasn't as strong in that moment. I'm not trying to overthink it, but maybe I am a little bit. I'm just saying I can see the difference. Okay. Happy uh, birthday to Flus. And happy birthday what to Flus. <laughs> 53 years young, our leader, our Flus. I think Bragg should have to sing happy birthday. Did you Maybe do the later. video? I, I haven't. I will be putting out my own personal tribute to the flus later this afternoon. I I'm sing him happy birthday at the end of the show. Everybody loves when Carm we, and I sing. We Today can, is Cody Domendo's birthday, too. Happy birthday to him. I think it's very important to know which football coaches have the same birthday as you do. That's big. I think it's a reflection of who you are. Uh, Lucas Reichel, also his birthday today. Okay. This is why, do you know who's, my birthday's April 16th. Again, thanks for remembering. Thanks for the bagels. <laughs> um, do you know whose birthday is also April 16th? No. Bill Belichick. That's big. April 16th? Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. Again, listening. <laughs> thanks for remembering. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um... I think we did. Did we not salute you? Um, yeah, he got like a whole week. He didn't tell anyone it was his birthday. Only one person right. wished it. Kept then it he quiet, spent all then week bringing it up. And then we had to like celebrate it every yeah, day. It was a test, like your hug test, and you <laughs> failed it. Especially Carm. Especially Carm. That's unbelievable. I'm the only one that actually did something to honor you. <laughs> what did you do? I brought in bagels. No, you didn't. You brought in bagels like two weeks later on a day I don't even think I was here. You were here. All I saw was a bag of two leftover bagels. They sat there for a week. That was weird, by the way. Why did those bagels sit you, there for a you, week? That was, they they went stale. Nobody ate them. That was awkward. I, I All right. Kevin, well, speaking of HR, Kevin, I don't know what people are doing around here. Who doesn't eat the bagels? Yeah, you got to force the bagels down these yeah, people's I mean, I mean, what, what type of teammates <laughs> yeah. are these? Seriously. All right. Um, but I agree that we're, well, we're going to call it pins and aces. We're going to have them take care of that putter situation because uh, pins and aces is the official golf apparel partner of all city and CHGO. We love our pins and aces gear. Get a ton of compliments on and off the course. They are family owned golf and apparel business. To make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and our favorite beer sleeve, which is an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag. Slips right in your golf bag like a club would, right there. Keeps everything cold for your entire round. It's pretty awesome. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. If you want to buy tickets in the secondary market and you want the best deal out there, like literally right now, if you want to go see White Sox tonight, uh, I'll get you in. Two tickets, great seat in the upper deck for $12 total. I did say total there. Uh, you want to go to Game Time Tickets, which has been downloaded by over 15 million outstanding sports fans. But by the way, don't just uh, not just about sports here. We're talking about anything. You want to go to concert shows, get her done, game time tickets. Download the game time ticket app. Live that dream to the level that you deserve to live that dream. And get in, by the way, in most cases, if you wait towards game time, you end up getting a better price. However, with the, some of the seats at White Sox right now, uh, you won't get a better price than if you buy it right at this very moment. They're as cheap as possibly could be. Uh, Lawrence is pulling up. 
Uh, the National. They're playing four nights. They open their tour uh, tomorrow night at the Auditorium Theater. They'll be here all weekend. I'll be there on Sunday night. What kind of music? Uh, the National. Uh, I would go Sad Dad Rock is what uh, they've been sad described Sad Dad as. Rock? Yeah, you know, they're, they're That's very... That's perfect for They're me. very indie. Uh, you may have heard their... Uh, Mr. November back in the Obama administration, that was a big hit. So this uh, is the second time I've heard this mentioned. The National. Uh, I always like discovering new music. I'm going to listen to this on the way home. Uh, they have a new album out. Um, okay. First, uh, first I mean, there's probably zero thing. chance I'll be able to find time to actually go to these shows this weekend, but that's yeah. cool. There you go. The Auditorium Theater. I have time. Isn't that the where the stripes. draft was? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've I saw the white stripes theater. there, yeah. So not the Chicago Theater or the Chicago Theater? Auditorium. The auditorium where the draft was. So it's a, I believe it's a Louis Sullivan uh, building. A where the NFL draft was hosted in 2014 and 15. I'm sorry, oh. 15 and 16. Yeah. Kevin White and Leonard Floyd. Don't do that. I didn't do that. The Bears did that. Natalie Merchant's at the Chicago Theater on uh, Friday. <laughs> By the way, if you're thinking... Uh, when you're done listening to this podcast, if you just, if you, if you just, maybe you just need a laugh, cannot recommend more Tom Segura and, um, oh crap. What's the, he, I got to look up the comedian that Tom's on the two bears, one cave podcast. Tom Segura is talking to another comedian about OJ Simpson. It's the funniest 15 minutes. Because OJ's been doing all did these. Did you see? OJ's been doing all these Twitter videos. Did you see? Like si- commenting on other murder trials. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know why everyone's asking me about this. <laughs> well, OJ, they're asking you because you're kind of an expert in the field. Uh, As Kevin brings up, allegedly, I also saw my morning jacket allegedly. at the auditorium. Uh, thank you, Kevin. That was our save us from fun time. You don't have to say. Uh, there you go. Two years ago. You don't have uh, to say allegedly on that one. Uh, uh, Ryan Sickler, who's hilarious. Tom Segura talking to Ryan Sickler. I, uh, if we're going down that road, I would just throw up my own recommendation of Sasha Baron Cohen has some interview. I don't maybe it was a long time ago. Then I just t- it showed up on my TikTok or somewhere where he's sitting down with OJ, not as you know in some character, and he talks to him about. <laughs> he's like trying to dupe him into like he's, yeah, he's, we love. He, he, it's unbelievable. That guy's the greatest. He's insane. He's I mean the in the a best. good way. Yeah. Okay. The, let's, the, we the, the Rudy Giuliani scene in yeah. the last four-eye <laughs> movie. Are we are we getting to hard knocks now? Is that what's happening? I'm yes, for are. I'm for hard knocks. Yeah. So the question is, are yeah. these guys? There's what's the poll? Uh, the poll is uh, yes or no. Would you like the Bears to be featured on Hard Knocks? Yes is currently winning, uh, quite handily, seventy-three percent of the vote. This is where I was at on this. Go topic. ahead and vote, like, everybody. Everyone is going to want the Bears to be on Hard Knocks. The only reason I could think of for anyone voting no is that they think it's some type of competitive disadvantage. Yep. It would be a bad thing. Well, and, and just a reminder that uh, the rules for hard knocks, there are four teams that can be forced to appear, and the Bears are one of them. The Bears don't want to do it. Because the they Bear- do not have a head coach, a new head coach. They do They have not been in the playoffs. You, you can... You can decline if you have a first-year head coach, qualified for the playoffs in the last two years, have been on the show in the last 10 years. The Bears have Bears, none of that. Yeah. So, And the other three teams that have none of that are the Jets, the Commanders, and the Saints. And a lot of people think it's going to be the Jets, but a lot of people think that if it was the Jets, it would have already been announced. And the Jets have already done it twice. Right. Yeah, but not recently. But still, they've done it. How, how many years have they done? Like 
20. Well, and obviously they haven't the done it in the last years, 10 years. But they haven't the done it in the first last ever 10 years. one was Jets, and they've done it whatever. They've done two already. All the right, Bears have the, zero. The, the point, the, the, the larger point is that th- those are the teams that they can be forced to do it. Other teams might raise their hand and say, go right ahead. We would like our organization to be underlined and how we go about our business and we're not afraid of anybody learning anything whereas the other side of the coin is that george mccaskey is straight afraid of it apparently or doesn't we feel there are several other teams that have a compelling story to tell on hard knocks 31 others i mean that's what he said at the owners meetings in arizona as recently as whatever that was two months ago yeah so the bears have some weird terror or at least george mccaskey does about being on hard knocks that i really honestly would like him to explain they just want to control the narrative. You know, like 1920 football drive is great. And if you look at the responses in the comments of those videos on YouTube, they're overwhelmingly people love it. More of this, please. But the bears get to document it on their terms and edit things out that they don't want in. They may not have that, you know, say so with HBO. I, I, I got it. So that, that's why they I, don't. I, I, I got it. And I'd like to know what exactly are you afraid of? Is it is your organization so dysfunctional behind the scenes that you don't want anybody to know about it? I don't believe that to be the case. I don't. I really don't think the Bears have anything to hide. Right. They've upgraded the facilities at Hallis Hall. You know, the training, all that stuff that they talked about that Ryan Pace kind of spearheaded, I think would be great to put a spotlight on there. There's other things too, but I think that that's probably one of the most intriguing things. There was a comment we had up a little bit earlier that said, like, let's get it out of the way now so that they don't have to be doing it in the future. I think there's some truth to that. Like, unless, unless the McCaskies believe they really can put this off forever and never have to do it. I think that's right. how they think. I, and if that's the case, fine. It, by the way, they have enough pull in the league. They probably can. But I, I, of all the years to do it, this seems like a good one, right? You, ha- you have an intriguing quarterback. You have a new team president. You have a lot to celebrate right now. You, you have intriguing draft picks. You have uh, a GM that is definitely, as we're seeing on these 1920 football drive episodes, a, willing to be more out front, did a bunch of interviews last week, has talked to these national reporters on record after the trade, after the draft, is not clearly not paranoid to the same level that the last GM was um, and is more comfortable and more confident, quite frankly, publicly. Like, I don't know what would come out of Hard Knocks that would be so bad. Exactly. And the Lions last year were celebrated. They were interesting. It's fun. Now, yeah, look at seriously. Think about where Dan Campbell was before Hard Knocks and where he is now. He is way more appreciated. But, 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 okay, well, but let me finish my thought then. Yeah. Because no, no offense to Floos, but Floos, no Dan Floos is not Dan Campbell. Right, He's not the dude. But who? From okay, the Big so, but, like, so who's the, G, the uh, You may know this answer, but who's the GM of the Lions? Uh, I, Brad Holmes. Regardless, most people don't know because J- Dan yeah, Campbell the is coach is the spotlight. But in this, it. I think it would be the opposite. I think polls would be like Flus, just because Flus isn't as big uh, on TV or play as well. I think polls will offset that with his charisma and the energy. Colts. The Colts were on Hard Knocks in season a couple of years ago, which, quite frankly, I didn't watch because I just don't have enough time in season to watch Hard Knocks, but. Um, I was told that Flus is barely featured in it. Now he wasn't the head coach, obviously, 
but kind of get the sense that yeah, I think the biggest thing with that was the shirts. They had these wolf shirts they'd wear yeah. when they got it. I know there was one scene I think he was in, but over all the episodes, that was pretty much well, it. And I think the, the biggest thing for me, or one of the bigger things that I think is important that I would hope George McCaskey would realize, because I want Hard Knocks. I know others don't care about it or don't want it, and that's fine. But I think giving Virginia McCaskey one last spotlight to a national audience and tell the Hallis story, you know, I, I, I see some, some sentimental value to that in an HBO production. That's adorable. That's adorable. Sit down with Virginia for five minutes on one of the episodes. The first one, they, the bears are the reason the NFL exists in a lot of ways. The Hallis family they yes. have such a huge impact they're yes. the reason green the green bay packers were getting ready to not be an organization anymore and hallis paid for the packers to keep their head above water or else the green bay packers are not an organ the the the, well, the was, nfl well, leading they, franchise they wins they screwed in the, that one up well, I'm just saying, like, we – and I don't know how many fans outside of Chicago or even Chicago fans themselves know those stories. You know, there's there's rumors it. right now that the Packers are getting ready to not be an organization again. That'd be great. I'm over it now, but – it would. Let, let's tell all the stories. I, tell the stories. Let's go. Uh, Travis Bell. Everyone's in love with Travis Bell. He would be a great story on Hard Knocks. Let's go. The, 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 let's. the, the cons, obviously, is too much of a peek behind the window – Teams get to see the the back end of your roster players that they could pluck, whatever. And I think the biggest con is, you know, this lightning rod conversation with Justin Fields. And anytime he doesn't throw a, a completed pass in practice and they're showing it on hard knocks, you'll have LaShawn McCoy and Colin Coward and every hater that wants to get clickbait material out there, you're feeding that beast a little more. But I'm not afraid of that because I believe in Justin Fields. So if he throws an incomplete pass to DJ Moore in practice, then whoop-de-doo, let the meatheads of Twitter Take it on. They'll be wrong, and then we'll put them on our list. It's not working. It works. It's better. My controller's broken. I'm trying to turn him off. Nope. I'm on. Okay. Well, the Super Chat's been on the screen for seven minutes. <laughs> you were t- Who was talking first when it was up there? <laughs> Just kidding. You're, it was definitely not seven minutes. Uh, it's, but, way, it's way different in person, by the way, though, because I'll wave at the screen when we're doing remote shows, and he doesn't notice me. But here, yeah. if I wave, you're right there with I'm not. Me. You can He's wave all zone. you want. Getting uh, through it. Getting through my thought. He's <laughs> on a roll. Let him go. All right. Uh, Super chat, 999 from the underscore Bears Bastard. What a name. Not sure why there's a narrative of it being a distraction. Do people not realize how just about every second is filmed by their own team plus NFL films throughout the season? Cameras everywhere, always. Um, it's a good point. I mean, not everything is filmed, but a lot of it is. And... The Bears do. I believe the team also does get final say, or at least they get a uh, a final viewing and can say, "Hey, this ne- this came," you know, just to make sure that there's no secrets. Actually, like pages of the playbook that accidentally show up there, you know, in the background, they blur out a lot of things that show up on the whiteboards and, and things like that. I mean, it's a very fair point. Look, if you're a rookie on the team, you are going to be going about your business in a professional manner from the second you step onto from the second you step into the facility 
You it's would a good think. point, though. Like these cameras are in these rooms already. Yeah, we, we've seen the 1920 football drive. Like the to the Bears' credit, the amount they've grown their um, production department or whatever they call it. Like, watch practice these days. There's guys running around with cameras everywhere. There are, and they're they're really good at their jobs, by the way, too. Um, I always say hello. Uh, so I don't, I don't really think it's a distraction. I think the only way it becomes a distraction is if it, something big enough happens in an episode that then becomes sort of controversial in but, the media. I remember a couple of years ago, the Cowboys were on it and Mike McCarthy had kind of a silly team meeting. And I still have this memory of Dan Park, uh, Dan, Dan Parkins. Danny Parkins? Yeah, I call him Dan. I don't know why. Uh, Danny Parkins just like ripping Mike McCarthy to shreds on the air the next day after Hard Knocks because of some goofy, like, cheesy thing he did in a meeting that I can't remember what it is now. That's that's my guy. Look, as we wrap up this conversation, Matt Eberflus is never going to embarrass you. Neither is Ryan Poles. Neither is Justin Fields. The Bears have... A very, very professional leadership main dude story group. Like, there, there's just not a lot. I mean, what are they going to do? Do a feature on Jack Sanborn that's, that's going to put the uh, Bears in a bad light? Just talk to the Sand God. He's going to make you look good. Well, next thing you know, we're going to be comparing him to Butkus. That's how it should be. Yep. All right. I hope uh, it happens. We'll get to more Super Chats here in a second. A reminder that CHO Bears offseason coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. And, of course, sunny days like today, even though it's, like, weirdly cold. Yeah, it's cold. Bragg's wearing shorts. It's 40 well, degrees. Well, because, like, where, where I live in Indiana, we don't have as much lake effect cold. So it's yeah, no warm. Lake effect down it's there warm in at home. We get lake effect snow, but I'm just saying – the wind isn't as bad. Long, Whatever. It's warmer long, at home is what I'm trying to how say. How long is your drive to get here? It takes like 40 minutes. Jeez, oh, must be crazy over there with the weather. It must be 80 degrees, it's 40 minutes away. It's warmer at my house. That's a real thing. <laughs> I'll back Bragg's up on that. Yes, it's cool. It's colder. There, I got in my car. I was like, what the hell? There have been days where I leave my house. Where'd you get in your car? I got out of my car when I parked it here. Oh, you get out of your car. <laughs> Carm, Carm, you shouldn't be Stop sitting here didn't, being a lake effect denier. Stop talking to how, me. How long have you I been in Chicago you... and you grew up on like the North Shore suburbs? He lives 40 minutes. Other words. It, it was that 80 degrees. Dire in the Carm, there have been days, it, quite frequently this time of year, where I, it's 80 degrees at my house. No, it is. I drive to Hallis Hall, which is just like five miles to the east, and it's 60. Get Floyd Calvert in here. I need a weatherman. I don't believe you. Wow, Floyd Calvert. There's a like that one. Wow. That was good. That's I thought any weather man or woman in Chicago would immediately back me up on that. That that's a real thing. The we had a, we had a pneumonia front come through yesterday. Yeah, and it wasn't just in this little pocket over here. It was like the whole area got cold. Well, right, but that's a different conversation. You're uh, we're all, right. all understanding I'm, it's cold. You're denying that lake effect exists. I, I'm I'm not full. I'm, I'm listen. You know what I will ag- agree to? What's if next? you're standing in the sun, it's warmer. If you're in some corner where there's shade and the wind's blowing, it's colder. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into some, like, Braggs lives in, like, Miami, 40 minutes away from here. Dude's wearing shorts because he wanted everybody to see his legs. Got nothing to do with the weather. 
Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the read. Uh, regardless of whatever the temperature is today, it's sunny, which was the original point. And you can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with warm weather with premium polarized shades. It's called microclimate, according to Bro Delicious. I'm going to have to look that one up. We're talking about the dream Lawrence had immediately after this. <laughs> Uh, because you just did it again. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for all outdoor adventures. And that's not all because they have the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Do anything to them. Step on them. Run a bus over them like Carm does with Braggs, <laughs> you will get sent a brand new pair because you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence. They have your back long after you purchase, and if for some weird reason you don't love your Shady Rays, which you will, but you can exchange them for a new pair because maybe just the style was wrong. That's okay. Or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code CHGO for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I mean, and you really need those 40 minutes away. It's super warm and it's, it's sun's bearing down on you. You, you got to have your Shady Rays. And Hoke wore shorts yesterday. It was 82 degrees yesterday. You're just mad because you got 57. chicken legs, and I got these calves of steel. Get oh, on I, with their next all, ad. I have great calves. <laughs> Whatever, and, chicken legs. And, and they're actually dark. Okay, speaking oh. of uh, the calves, Jaden threw us a 49 super chat that says, over under 249.5 pounds, Bragg's max out on the calf raises. Shoot, there isn't enough weight. You can't max me out. With leg, leg raises. <laughs> you don't need to do... We're, we'll do a video on that. By the way, I don't skip leg day. You don't, you don't need to lift weights on your legs. That's a whole different thing. We're going to the gym next week, or two in two weeks, when he comes back on Wednesday. Hey, the Comet Energy Efficiency Program loves all the energy that's on the show today, and they're also committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Ain't that right, Gregory? Oh, that's absolutely right. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Greg... Please explain exactly how that all works. That's exactly what I'm going to do. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person and virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a re report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash 
Powering biz. Procrastinating, avoiding, not a good way to live life. Did you say comment.com slash powering biz? That's exactly what I said. Schedule it today. Today. Let's go. By the way, our Bears offseason coverage also brought to you by the Comet Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at comet.com slash powering biz. I already did that one, buddy. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to the show. Double dip. Double dip. Double dip. Yeah. Triple dip. Double. We love you, Comet. You also literally just did a comment read, and then you did another one. Listen, I like... (laughs) Which brings us to the dream that uh, Lawrence Lawrence had had a dream about me. No. Do we have to do this? Yes, because I I think it's very relatable for everybody involved in this situation. Dream. Dream. So I... I, uh, Right before waking up this morning, I realized I was in a dream where I was in the passenger seat of a car... And Carm was driving, and he had his terrible microphone uh, that doesn't usually work uh, <laughs> in front of him. And he was doing an ad read and while trying to drive. And next thing you know, the car is off the road heading towards a bunch of trees. And then I woke up. Now, let's break that down, that Chet. What, yeah. does that, what does that mean? You were, we, I mean, it's a metaphor for this show. I was driving. Yeah. You, did you want to be there? Were you excited? I don't think so. So I was driving, you hated it, I had a microphone, and things work. were out of control. <laughs> and then you drove everything yeah, it's pretty obvious in a different means. direction and into a tree. Yeah. Horrifying dream, as Matthew and a metaphor. Gregory says. Uh, I mean, I, I think, this is what, let, let's, let's, let's all take a deep breath and underline this. What, what is important is that Lawrence and I were together, we were spending time, mm. we were bonding. Spanning time, if you will. Yes, and and I think you were afraid of the closeness and and really the uh, the level of depth we were going to on this car ride, where we were really getting to know each other, and 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 you wanted to avoid the the vulnerability that was in that car, and that's why we ended up trying to get out of it by running into a tree, and I think we need to lean in further to our relationship. Uh. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I just wanted a bagel, honestly. I'm hungry right now because I came in here hungry because I was told there was going to be bagels. <laughs> I did not say I was bringing bagels. I said I was bringing bourbon. No, you no, you didn't do either. But uh, Rob's right. It's clearly a metaphor that Carm constantly derails the show into chaotic ways. Mm. I thought Rob was my friend. I did too. <laughs> Even your friend. <laughs> I mean, the great thing about friends is they can be honest with you. That's true. Me and Rob do have that relationship. Yeah. All right. Long time, long time. Let's get to some super chats. Um, All right. First one is from uh, Donald McKendry. Hey, who Donald. says, Bears fans are the most dedicated in the NHL and can't get enough content, so McCaskey owes hard knocks to us fans that continue to support a losing team. The NFL, not yeah. the NHL. Yeah, we know where it is. You got Bedard so on the mind. Long. Oh, did I say NHL? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good you for You got me. Bedard on the mind. I do have that show it. in an hour, so that's true. And you're wearing your CHGO Blackhawks. I am. Sweatshirt today, it's the beautiful. vintage. That's yeah. a dope sweatshirt. Dope merch. Nah. Good I, luck. Locker. Good I luck. agree, Don. I agree, Don. Get us some hard knocks. I, 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 I would love... Hard knocks. Or hard knocks for the Bears. It's time. Um, I th- and, and the point Adam said and someone in the chat said it too, and it might be the best point yet is 
get it out of the way now. You're going to have to do it at some point. The Jets Look, can't just keep doing it. They might it. not have to, though. Look, Muggs Mug. and Mubs wants it. <laughs> Muggs. So does Dylan. So does Bush Hog. Everybody so wants does Gregory. It. All right, next Super Chat. All right, this one was up a little <laughs> earlier. We didn't reference uh, this from Buck Smelanoma. With That's a, a great name. A great Futurama reference. It says, they won't do it. Uh, hard knocks because Virginia McCaskey is actually mom from mom's friendly robot company from Futurama and George is her bumbling son so I'll be honest Futurama and I haven't really seen I haven't seen it in a long time so I've never seen it that went way over my head well it's you know it's the uh, Matt Groening of the Simpsons one of his other shows okay Uh, and so yeah so there there's Carol Miller aka mom sure looks a little bit like uh, Virginia sure yeah yeah yep okay okay I don't. Sure. Alrighty. Uh, next up is <laughs> I've seen Futurama, but it's a been great a long show. Time. Great show. The Bears bastard. Buck Smellamoma is one of the greatest names ever. Good congratulations. Uh, another nine ninety nine or thank you. Uh, Cardinals owner cut out a bunch of stuff last year from Hard Knocks. At least rumored to have demanded it when the coach in Mexico City got dismissed from the team, and then again when uh, Eno Benjamin was cut. We're not having any of that. No one's getting no one's getting fired. Well, that's kind of my point. Is like, trust me, there have been plenty of bear seasons where hard knocks would have been a disaster. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, the second dressing year. I wish we could see the behind the scenes footage. Oh from my that. gosh. That would uh, even even twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. That would have been fascinating. Right now, you're still at the like sort of the tail end of a honeymoon phase. Hundred percent. Things seem to be in line where it's cohesive, and they're really. I mean, look, things always pop up. There's always, you know, maybe a contract thing here and there, or someone gets in trouble. But like, I find it hard to believe that if the Bears did hard knocks this year, that there would be any type of huge negative headline that would potentially derail the season or be that big of a distraction. So. I'm on board with that thinking. Like, if you got to do it, it's a pretty good year to do it. And outside of that, just give back to your fans. Have they not earned a little bit of an extra? Have we not? Seriously. I don't think it's happening, guys. It's probably not happening. I think Kevin Warren, you know, being new to the room and having a different perspective and voice than the in-house people that have been here a long time, I think gives it a chance. You know, yeah, you think the, about the uh, TV deal he got for the Big Ten. He understands the importance right. of. George has no interest. I don't still care. The, he's still the chairman. I thought he came out after he said that to you guys uh, and, and said that they'd consider hey, it. Hey, Gregory, can I ask you a question? Well, the, yes, I. Okay, go ahead. You ask it. I know what you're going to ask. What am I going to ask? Like, do I think everything George just says is true? No, that's All right, not then what I'm I'll just ask. shut up and let you no, ask. Thank it you then. very much. I'm going to ask you if you were just named the new president of the Bears, CEO, Kevin Warren, yeah. do you think you'd walk into the building and uh, go die on some hill to George McCaskey that you really want the Bears on hard knocks, or do you think you just leave that alone? I, yeah, I'd die on the hill. What are you going to do? Fire me? That wouldn't be a good look for you, boss. All right. Hey, last topic. (laughs) We got another super chat from Alex. Okay. Says that Mooney looks ripped. Y'all not going to talk about that? Bear down. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I I 
Is that on his Insta? I don't know. I'm, I would hope I'm he is. Looking, I, mean, I saw him at the, the gala, the Bears Care Gala, okay. but he was. I didn't notice how ripped he was. Um, smiling. It's a good thing. Interesting hire from the Green Bay Packers. Yes. We're going to end the show with this. Joey Lane is the new salary cap analyst for the Packers. Uh, Lane spent more than a decade with the Saints, then followed Ryan Pace to the Bears, and spent eight seasons in Chicago as the director of football administration. Joey Lane... Handled the contracts for Ryan Pace. In the last regime, I don't believe he was... He was here for nearly a decade, right? Yeah, he was here for the whole Ryan Pace yeah. era. Um, but he was not kept on when that uh, change was made. And uh, I don't think he was... Unless I missed something, I don't think he was in... I don't think he had a job last year in the NFL. So the Packers have hired him. Um, What's important to underline is that the Packers are taking the Bears' scraps. That's the way this is. Well, I'd also like to point out that I don't, unless I don't have the uh, salary cap analyst, to me, is not handling negotiations. That's correct. Unless I'm missing something there. And I don't necessarily know every inside and out of the Packers organization. I was going to say, because how much did Ryan Pace pay Mike Glennon? Too much. <laughs> you could fit him in Wouldn't under the, the salary cap. Not good. Mike Glennon. Wow. Yeah. $18.5 million. Let's talk about that on tomorrow's podcast. Let's never talk Let's about that. Let's never again. speak of it again. Okay. All right. <laughs> Something tells me it'll come up again. Uh, good show today, guys. Shout out to Dick Durbin in the uh, chat. I don't know if it's the real Dick Durbin, but uh, $2. He says, hard knocks equals bad luck. Dick, you're welcome in studio anytime if you're the real Dick, and um, that's weird. And uh, <laughs> if you're the real Dick, and, it's a little uh, Bonnie Bernstein. Yeah. Matt uh, Nagy was you're gonna have cockies with the real Dick. Durbin? Okay. That's what you uh, Dick say. Durbin, Dick By the way, awesome. the Lions did just fine last year with Hard Knocks. In a good season, step in the right direction. A lot of parallels between where the Bears are right now and where the Lions were last year. That's mostly true. I just, I did at the beginning of last season, I was wondering, like, y'all put kind of flexed out the old, puffed out the chest a little bit, and then they started one and six. The Bears might start slow this year, too. I then, know. I and then know. get going. Um, all right. I'm going to go get some bagels. Hope everybody has a great day. Um, good show, Braggs. You got it. I didn't even hear that. I... <laughs> Braggs. <laughs> To the beach we go, buddy. Me and you. <laughs> you guys are going to the beach? Yeah. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous of these calves, baby. Not, not, not in Chicago. It's freezing over here, but in Dyer, Indiana, you can go to some pond right now, and it's 85 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back tomorrow. Nick is back tomorrow. Let's see if he has any big... I wonder if his, tan, his legs are tan. I don't, <laughs> I don't wonder that. I was just... I'm sorry. You're an idiot. <laughs> yes. We'll this was our best show ever. We'll talk to you guys at noon tomorrow.